From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, great to be back with you, and we have another special episode on tap today. Always great to be back, Steve, and I look forward to this one because it sounds like I can probably sit back and listen to the expert. (laughs) Yes, that's going to be going to be the case. If you haven't tuned into our last episode, please do. But if uh, the, the our guest today uh, doesn't need much of an introduction, he's somebody that we both uh, are, are very appreciative uh, to and uh, feel that we've been inspired by to do podcasting. And he's none other than Tim Albright. And he's from CTI and EV Nation. Welcome back, Tim. You guys need to stop that. You know that my, my head can get too big. I'm just going to say. We're trying. We're trying. Yeah. We can, it, it, that's what friends are for. I know. I know. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for being here. It was a great conversation on the last episode. And um, we're, we're uh, celebrating uh, two years of doing this. We're glad to have you as part of this. And, and uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. One of the things we were hoping to talk about today, because I think it's something that may not be uh, a part of what a programmer is used to learning about and it's something that you focus in, on in your day job is, is a little bit of marketing. How, how do we promote ourselves? How do we, um, ha, how do, we do this marketing thing and, 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 and show the value of, of programmers and programming? So I know that that's not an easy one word answer, but that, it's that, not. that's what we wanted to talk about. So that, that's, yeah. Um, oh, man. So there, there's there, there was a couple things, right? You the 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 grand scheme of marketing, and uh, and the 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 my my advisor in in grad school would tell you to start with your your goal in mind. Like, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to to achieve? What are you trying to get? You know, who are you trying to reach? Right? Who is your your target audience? Who's your persona? And I'll give it even more simpler than that. Um, who, who is your best customer? Right. And, you know, for, for me and then in programming in general and marketing programming in general, and, and you guys can, can kind of correct this or, or adjust this, but there's a couple different ways or a couple different folks here, right? You, you've got folks, um, Richard Leak here in St. Louis. Uh, he's, he's an independent programmer. We used to call them capes or they called Crestron. CSP. Thank you. CSPs. It's been a minute since I've had to worry about that. Um, Where he's a hundred percent, his customer is, is primarily integrators, right? Integrators who either a, they don't have the, they don't have a, a, a integrator on site, right. On staff, or they're flat out overloaded, right? Holy crap. All of their, all of their programmers are booked now until, until, you know, 2026. So we, we need programming help. Then you've got, um, you know, Steve and, and Control Concepts, who not only do you do that, but you also work directly with manufacturers making modules, right? And, and so that's a different skill set. It's also a different customer base, right? So you're, you're talking directly to customers. Both of those folks, though, or if you want to, if you want to get talk about, you know, marketing speak for a second, both of those are B2B, right? Those are business to business communications. And it's still personal. Right. It's still, you know, the business is still in sales is still personal, but the, the, the concern, the, the pain, the, the ask is different than talking directly to a consumer. The consumer, you can get all emotional and you can run an iPhone ad with dancing, you know, dancing shadows and, and play YouTube music and people will buy your iPhone. 
You can't do that in B2B, right? It, it tends to be a little bit more ones and zeros. It tends to be a little bit more uh, you know, static and uh, concerning more about the bottom line. There's a little bit of emotion there and you can play it on it a little bit, but it, it really is, you know, does this solve my problem? Um, there are folks who would tell you that, you know, the, the days of, you know, attention and then interest and, and desire and then action is gone, right? AIDA is an old acronym. It's not. The very first step is attention. You have to, you have to let people know that you're out there. If you never knew that that control concepts existed, then you never know that you need them, right? Uh, if you never knew that, that, that asked the programmer was out there, then you didn't know that you needed them. So you absolutely have to get attention. And you do that a couple different ways. Number one, um, 100% on social media. And and I, you know, we can talk about which ones, right? And that conversation in a second, but 100% social media is simply because it's the cheapest, it's easiest and fastest, right? And you can segment, you can get down into the nitty gritty of, of I want you know, I want folks who have a, a, an IT background or an IT job title or whatever job title it is you're looking for. And then folks that um, are in your area, right? If you are a local, you know, CSP or you're a local independent programmer, then that's what you want, right? Or you can say, you know, I want to talk to to folks that are in Dallas or in Beaverton, Oregon, right? Or in, you know, Creskill, um, New Jersey. And that's an old joke. So, you you know, let you guys... Um, kind of look that one up but that that's what you're looking for right um and if you're trying to talk to to you know education folks who may or may not need you know programming you know uh, skills or programming services again make sure make yourself you know second thing and then i'll shut up for a second is you be valuable right uh, i am 100 percent a fan of content creation for marketing purposes and the content creation that I want to produce and the content creation that I want to be known for and that I want CTI to be known for is if you're looking for a solution, because 99% of us are going to go to Google and we're going to search for it, I want it to be found and I want it to be valuable. I don't want some fluff piece. I, I want what you're looking for. If we've got it, right? I, I want what you're, the problem you're trying to solve. I want you to click on it and I want that to bring value to you. I want it to answer a question. I want it to further your knowledge. I want it to push you down the path, right? Yes, eventually I want to sell you something because I'm in business, right? We're, we're in business to do, you know, we're in business to, to, to be in business. But before you get there, you need to understand that number one, we know what the freak we're talking about, right? Whatever it is, right? Here, we're going to talk about programming. We know how to program stuff. We can we can launch the freaking space shuttle for crying out loud, Right. But if you're looking to do that, I want the content that we make um, to be not only indicative and, and show off our skill, but also to give value back to you as you're researching, as you're looking to answer your own questions. I, I think that that's an excellent way to capture all of that. And I think one of the things, well, well one of the things that I think people can tend to struggle with is how much do you give away? How, all of it. How much knowledge do you seriously do you share so here here is a here's a um i don't know if it's a statement i don't know if it's a it's an edict i don't know if it's a tenant but it's one of the beliefs that i that i have held for many many years and this goes back 20 years when i was in, in broadcasting and, and this is going to be a little bit hateful and i don't mean it, mean it in in a in a derogatory term or derogatory way people are inherently lazy 
Okay. And what I mean by that is they will want to know what you know. Okay. I will tell anybody all day how I do podcasting. Absolutely. Right. You want to know? Call me up. I don't care. Send me an email. Don't follow me on Twitter because that's my stick. Um, but I'll tell them all day long. The vast majority of them will go, oh, that's interesting, and never do anything with it. Right? Never do anything with it. Um, or they'll do an episode and go, holy crap, that's a lot of work. Because it is. Right? Same thing with, with, with programming. Dude, you, you can you know, you give away code if you want. Right? Here, here's a simple module or whatever. Um, but the vast majority of people who are trying to solve that problem will look at that and go, holy crap, that's a lot of work. That's why I need to hire these people, right? Because it is a lot of work, right? So yeah, give it all away, right? Give away the, the, the super secret sauce. I don't care because when people are looking to solve a problem, one of those one of the things that they're really trying to figure out is, is this problem worth solving? right? Is it worth me personally spending the time, energy, and effort to solve? Or is it worth me hiring someone to solve? And most of the time, it's worth hiring a super smart programmer in this specific case to solve that problem. That, that actually uh, reminds me of a sign I saw at a, uh, like a flea market uh, one day where the wife and I are walking around and we walk by this one booth and it's like homemade birdhouses and stuff like that. And the sign goes, yes, I know you can do make this yourself, but will you? So uh, that's, I was like, I had to give that guy props. Like, yeah, Absolutely. you can do this yourself, but will, but you? will you? Yep. It's, it's really interesting because I think that, because of the audience that we work with. And because I, I personally, I think that business requires a different part of the brain than technical. Mm -hmm. I, sometimes that making the connection just the way you did can be hard for some people and not realizing that giving something away and being able to, to um, help and, and provide information is actually a strong selling tool. It, it isn't, giving away something that you could potentially charge for because mm -hmm. have, it's almost like the free samples type of approach. There, there's a gentleman a number of years ago, and, and, and Steve and I have talked about this guy before. His name's Marcus Sheridan. And Marcus uh, wrote a book called They Ask You Answer. And really briefly, here's Marcus's story. The housing crisis of 2008, he, was, he, was, uh, he owned part of it and was helping run a, uh, an in-ground pool company. Right. So think big, ginormous uh, fiberglass pools. You dug a hole and you dropped it in. Right. Not exactly something that people who were losing their houses were going to, to buy. And they were like, I don't know, two weeks, a month away from bankruptcy and, and insolvency. And Marcus is like, well, screw it. I got nothing else to lose. And so he starts writing blogs on the top three things you need to know when you're when you're buying a pool. This is the, this how you do, do a pool. This is a concrete pool versus a fiberglass pool. Da, 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 da. And giving away all of the secrets, right? Anything that if you were if you thought that you needed to an, answer this question in, in looking up a pool, and you probably thought that you had to talk to a, a salesperson, but no, Marcus is saying here it is. Knock yourself out. And 
he learned through trial and error the the power of SEO, which is search engine optimization, which is a lot of, of what drives content. He learned the power of that. He learned the power of answering those questions. And not only does that help drive traffic to the site, but it also helps pre-qualify and pre-disqualify a lot of clients and a lot of customers. So not only was he providing value to potential clients and customers, he was already getting, he was getting rid of a lot of folks who, who they didn't have to, he didn't have to waste time talking to because they were never going to buy a, a fiberglass pool in the first place, right? Because, oh, they just, they discovered, I prefer an above ground or I prefer a concrete one for whatever reason, right? So, you know, yeah, it, it's a little bit of, of a, of, of the opposite, you know, it's a little bit of, of opposite think, but you do, you give it away. You let folks kind of pre-qualify themselves. And, and at, at some point they're like, yeah, I, I need a programmer because I don't know how to do this stuff or it's too hard for me. James, I'll, I'll let you step in because I know you do a lot of sharing in, in the higher ed space and, and it, it is a, a unique animal, but that's, uh, it, does that take away from the value uh, of the, the um, individual in, in sharing? I actually find it, it makes them more valuable because you, if you're getting answers from that person, you're more willing to go to that person for more answers. Like if they're closed off and like holding everything to their chest and you're really stuck on something, you're probably not going to go to that person because you don't have a relationship with them. You're not building that connection. And as I always say to people is, don't sell me something. Be a partner with me. We have a problem to solve. Let's solve this problem. And then if it's buying your product, there we go. Yep. If it's not, at least I know I can leverage you to solve a problem if I need to down the future. And I've actually still used these contacts. Just yesterday, I was on a call with a fellow higher ed folk who was having a problem in one of their spaces. And they were telling me like, oh, we're, we looked at this, we looked at that, blah, blah, blah. We worked with this one company. They have been not been the best. I'm like, that's surprising. When I worked with that company, they were great. This is who I worked with. So I actually gave them contact of that person. I'm like, I don't even buy any products from that product uh, company anymore, but I still know that they can solve their problem or if not, Point them to someone who can. Well, and, and also kind of goes back to our last conversation about being authentic, right? Is you you can become known uh, by your content, by the the blogs, by the pocket, however it was you 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 want to market, but you you get to be known, and the customers, uh, potential customers, can decide. You know, do you have the same values that they do, right? Uh, do you have the same uh, need? Do you have the same uh, interest? Uh, is it somebody that that they want to do business with? Because sales and, and business really does come down to personal uh, connections. And, you know, just because you might be a great programmer, but you might not fit our culture, you might not fit our our campus. Uh, and that's well, that's good to know, too. Because again, then you can you can self qualify or self disqualify before you ever pick up that phone. So it's interesting how we're talking about that a lot, because I think that there's a lot of time spent in trying to um, maybe determine if something's a good fit. So if you can get that time out of the way, you're actually gaining time. 
and ga gaining bandwidth. One of the things, Tim, and I want to see if you could talk about a little bit as we uh, wrap up is um, we, we've talked about programmers trying to create an identity. Um, some of them are, are not business people. Some of them are just programmers that are part of a team and organization. And how, how do they help to get gain more visibility for what they do? Like, and, and I guess thinking about it from a marketing perspective, how do they demonstrate their value or, or bring to light um, th their importance? So a couple of things is, you know, so, social media is really, really great for stuff like that, right? Um, I would also say, you know, finding the time to to write in general or, or you know, podcasts or, or, or another good avenue for that, YouTube or some sort of video content is, is as well. Um, but everybody has a perspective. Right? And everybody has an opinion. They may not think that they do, but they do, right? You Whether you've done this for, for two years or, or 20 years, you have a perspective and you're able to bring light and bring that perspective to something that somebody's, you know, dealing with. Um, you know, Mike Crutchy here uh, it, it, inside CTI is, is, has become a dear friend. And I, I learn stuff from him constantly. I am no longer a programmer. Do not misunderstand, right? But but watching him um, navigate some of the new languages, right, uh, and navigate things like QSIS and, and and Lua, right, and and you know, he would be uh, able to say, hey, look, you know, th this is why QSIS is a, a valuable platform for you know. For for control, if you are looking for um, you know a, a new avenue or you, you've never gotten into control, you know here here's another way to do it. Uh, another one is is looking at you know whether that's Python and, and Xtron or you know C sharp and, and Crestron or whichever you know version you want, but getting it out there and giving people your perspective on why X Y and Z is good, why X Y and Z is bad from your opinion, right? You're you're not saying that your word is the final word on whatever you're just giving someone, you know, your perspective and your years of experience. And then they're able to take that and make a more educated decision because of your experience. I, I think I like that's that a, a lot. Yeah. Good point. And I think that's a key point is you're, you're allowing your consumer of your pro, uh, content to make an educated guess. Yep. You, you're not telling them I am the source of truth. This is the only way of doing things. Here is one way. This is what I feel. This is yep. how I see it. And they digest it and they put it with their own experience. And I think I was just going to say that, you know, putting in my experience helps to cut down on any, anybody who could argue because they can't argue with your experience. No. Uh, some people will try. Absolutely. Typically, <laughs> <laughs> it's my kids, but hey, it's a different conversation. I, I mean, honestly, I think, and, and this is, uh, it just speaks to why we do what we do is not enough people are willing to go out and, and put themselves out there and share uh, the things that, that they think. And, and I think I, I really liked what you said about everybody has a perspective and an opinion and whether they like it or not, or whether they think it's unique. So that, yeah, that, everybody, really everybody helpful. does. Yeah, absolutely. In the same well, way, everyone has a voice and they all matter. Yep. I think another way of good good place for us to to wrap up and and the, and I think another reason why we do podcasts and we have these types of opportunities to just 
speak our mind and share our, our perspective. And this, this has been, been really great. Thank, thank you again, Tim, for being Absolutely. here and hope we'll have you on again in the future. And, and also thank you for all you've been doing for us. Uh, people sir. get in touch with you and uh, learn more about CTI, aviation, and everything else that you're up to. Yep. So uh, my day job is, is I run uh, the great, great marketing team at CTI. Uh, so for that, you can go to cti.com for aviation, uh, which I also uh, still run, which is anyhow, I have a lot of hats. Uh, aviation.tv, that's aviation.tv. Uh, join the club for wearing <laughs> a lot of hats. <laughs> I th think we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't want to wear a lot of hats. But, Amen, uh, brother. I think all three of us wear many hats here. <laughs> yes. James, how could people get in touch with you and learn all, all the things that you do? Oh, if you want to know the many hats I wear, again, Google me. You can find me on Twitter, AV underscore James King, board member for HEPMA. So anything that's going on with HEPMA, I'm Bob Whip, writer for the Higher Digital Magazine. Again, Google me. You'll find me. And for me, you can reach me on social media at Steve Greenblatt, at my company at controlconcepts.net. And also uh, please check out uh, State of Control, which is a great uh, companion podcast to this one. And it's on AV Nation and that can be found at avnation.tv where we, uh, we talk about uh, basically roundtable discussion, similar topics about things that pertain to programmers. So uh, please check that out. Um, for this podcast, you can, we can be found on uh, YouTube and Apple and Google podcasts, and we welcome all your feedback. Please share an episode. Please tell us what you like, and also let us know if you want to be part of the show. So uh, looking forward to hearing from you and want to continue this into year three. And uh, thank you for being with us for these past two years. And with that, this has been Ask the Programmer. <laughs>